Hello. Hello. And welcome to yet another set of Inside Insurance. Inside Insurance. The guy. <laughs> no, is. we're in a different setting again. We oh. are. We've, we're, this entire show has been a different setting. We're nearly in the car before. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, that lighting last night, last week, made me sick. Like, I couldn't bear it. So I rewatched it back and I thought, oh, no. So I've took the executive decision that until my bifold doors are in, in the office, yeah. I'm going to be in here. And even in here, it's like a, a frigging greenhouse. So it's just Well, it's like, the problem you've got is the light's coming down from all angles now. So the other light. one was no light. And then this one's too much. <laughs> it's too much, though. Like, look, look, this, I can't escape light. So that's, that's obviously there. Then there's a lantern over there. And yeah. Then there's another one there, another one there. <laughs> then obviously behind me there is another one. <laughs> that was your bedroom just... there, wasn't it? That was the bedroom, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory room. The Grandpa Joe room. Yeah, where we all lived in there for three months together. <laughs> I miss that room, you know, it was cute. Like we'd all <laughs> go to sleep. The only thing I missed is that, like, I've got a bit of an obsession with watching Jaws. Like, I watch Jaws quite a lot. What? <laughs> it's, I don't know why, but... I oh, the watch first Jaws. one or all of them? No, like, I like the first one the best. Yeah, I'll probably just watch the first one back to back. Jaws and Jurassic Park. Really? Do you know what? I've never... I've seen Jaws maybe once. I watch it's it not been one time. of those things. Jurassic Park is a big one, but Jaws is one of those doesn't really... Yeah, well, I can't. What What is it about Jaws? I don't know. Why? I don't know. It must be from when I was a kid. I just... I just it gives me, like... I put it on to go to sleep too. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and Jurassic Park. Can you get Jurassic me? Park? I don't understand, like what people getting eaten put you to sleep. Like I'm just like Jaws is a funny one. I don't get that one. Like because I couldn't watch that when I had the kids in the room with me. Because obviously that had mentally scarred them. I'm, the I'm watching. I'm watching Walking Dead, like with Paris in the room. I don't care. No, I'm not going to instill that on them. I'm petrified of leprechauns. I, I was I'm like, I did that thing of like, I did like, you know, I was playing Call of Duty one time on my Xbox when I actually had time. Now I don't have any time. But like, and I remember, you know, I said to Fred, I, put, I did a, a photo of it and it's me playing and then Paris next to me and he's going, bang, bang, bang. And then, and then, uh, and then I was like, cue all the parents telling yeah. me that I'm a bad father. Like, and it would literally, and I got it. What <laughs> it all like, don't get me wrong, I'd show Jackson, but Albert, like, obviously because we're going to Australia as well. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Jaws is one of those ones that will set you off that you'll never go in the water again. If oh, you well, I don't. I don't go in the water. When we went to Australia <laughs> last year and we went seal, is it seal or sea lion, whichever one, one of those two yeah. animals, we went, like, diving with them. And I got in the water, and I'm not joking you, Keo looked up. I, I told Keo to stay on the boat in case I had to get out. I had a safety dinghy around me. I can swim. Yeah. And I was sat there and I literally started crying my eyes out. Like crying something. Like, get me out. It's open water freaks me out. Yeah. Like, pools, water itself's fine. But you get me in the middle of the ocean and I'm having a panic attack. So, yeah. Jaws. That's probably Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> but I still love watching it. So, anyway. Anyway, off tangent completely. But, yeah. You say, nice. trying to keep this to 15 minutes an episode. We're going to oh, do 10 sorry. minutes of Jaws. And sorry, then we're going gonna... <laughs> to... Right, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about pregnancy cover with a big P. Yeah, big P, capital P always. Right, so I've done pregnancy cover previously, but I want to go over it again because 
there's been new policies being brought out by providers. So Zurich have released a PEC, which doesn't sit well in my brain because PEC is actually chop pork and a tin, but it's pregnancy mm-hmm. and early childhood cover that you can add on. Now, this is the thing between if you're an advisor and you don't understand what's available, get on the phone to BGM and understand it because this genuinely is going to change. Like, I, I can't say I struggle with it because I don't, but like when I hear people say, I know, but I don't, it's, like, it's hard to explain or it sounds very complicated. This is really broke it down I think like they've done it very very well and I'll be honest like I never did much with Zurich previously Mm. because I didn't think that the cover was that great and the underwriting was quite harsh but this pregnancy related cover is absolutely amazing does a lot of the same things that other providers do like Royal London Aviva like they have got they have got it but the main thing is they cover for neonatal care now oh this is like never been done before brand new, like how amazing. Now, if you're an advisor and you're speaking to people who've got kids, having kids, may have kids, you need to understand this product. And anyone who's who's might not be an insurance advisor and and is planning on having children or family, you need to get this product because it basically covers pregnancy-related conditions. And the biggie that's like brand new is the neonatal care. And... We went over, obviously, I've, I've had a few, like, meetings with the people who've designed the product and the BDM and stuff and tried to really get my teeth into it because I just think you need to really, really understand it. So one of the big things is, and I'll give you a little tip, is it's like any other policy in terms of the underwriting of anything that's pre-existing. So say someone had a pre-existing issue with pregnancies say yeah. they've been told that they were definitely higher risk of having ectopic pregnancies then you're not going to be covered for that because they already know on your medical that you are higher rate risk same as if you've just been and had a breast lump checked they're going to exclude you for breast cancer so yeah. it's good to have it before anything like that happens so ideally before you get pregnant and it pays out for pregnancy related conditions child-specific related conditions that you can remove at any time. So, like, it's six, say, £25,000. Don't quote me on this, but let's just, I think I'm right. £25,000 is around £6, £6.10, and that covers for mainly up until age roughly seven, right? Okay. So, if say, for example, you all your children are over seven, then you just need children's cover. You don't need pregnancy and early childhood. You just need children's cover because the main thing is when you think about it, no, when you get your prices for insurance, it's either no children's cover or you automatically get children's cover included yeah. in the cost. And then it's upgraded or extra or enhanced or whatever, whatever way the providers do it. This allows you to basically with your life and with the family you've got, pick which bit you want. I don't need the pregnancy and early childhood. I'm not going to have any more kids. My kids are eight and ten. So you just need children's critical illness enhanced or children's critical illness. And it's like, it sounds complicated at first, like when you first look at all the options, but when you break it down into your client specific, it's very easy. You just basically pick and mix in what's best for your client's suitability and their circumstances. Um, so that's amazing. Like, and, and I'll... I'll admit, like, when I was first looking, I was thinking there's too much option here. There's too yeah. much. But when you get your head around it, it's actually 
genius because you can say to the client, right, well, that's this is more suitable just for you. You don't need to pay the extra fiver for the stuff that is going to cover from birth. You're not having any more kids. I'm having trouble hearing. Can you say that again? You weren't included in the conversation, Alexa. Alexa, off. She hates me. She purposely tries to do things to annoy me. Do Alexa? Yeah, she can't stand me. Um, <laughs> that's amazing to try and get your head round and a way, brilliant way to market. So if you imagine you're trying to market a product to a client, being able to say that this is suited around your children's age and is age-specific to what's relative to the conditions they're more likely to have at that period of their life, I think it's incredible. Amazing. Have you, have you like started to? Is, is it available now then? Or is yeah, it coming? It, it, no, it came out a couple of weeks ago. And honestly, like the other thing, like the neonatal thing, I, I didn't realize that one in seven births ended up in the neonatal unit. Like, I, I know, know I knew a lot did, but I didn't realize it was one in seven. Like, that's a big number that's, that's quite yeah i mean it's one of those things very similar to like emergency c-section and things is you don't realize how many until you start asking and you're like oh my gosh really you as yeah, well like, you as well do you yeah. know what i mean like we are we were emergency c-section my wife and and that and then we were like well this is crazy no, no one had told us about it talked about it before and then once we'd done it it was like every person we met afterwards was like oh yeah we had that we had that we had mm-hmm. that. Like, wow like how common is this i know and thing? how common is it like you think i suppose before you have kids or your friends and the people you associate with have children, you imagine that neonatal means that they're critically ill and it's like yeah. life-threatening. And that is the case sometimes. But sometimes Not it's that they've been born at 35 weeks and they just need it. Or it might be that, yeah, they've got an infection, but it's not life-threatening, but they still need to be on neonatal. Yeah. And that's the bit that when I was learning about the product hit home to me, I was, Jesus, this happens so often. And, like, I knew I could count on one, like, within, like, the space of two minutes, I could think of three people who I knew. That yeah, the kids were neonatal, yeah. So, the hair pays night. Why is it going off? Something you hear. Am I? It's spinning yeah. on man. Oh. The neonatal care pays out per night. So, like, say, for example, we, we compared it to other providers. Your hospital benefit can be higher so this hospital benefit neonatals 50 pounds okay. a day right with a max of 350 like a week um now that isn't that doesn't sound like a hell of a lot of money but when you compare it to do you want to pay the same price to not have it at all or to have it yeah if you individually have insurance so you and freddie both have it that's 700 a week that's a hundred pound a night. Yeah. That that money, it sounds awful, but like you'll get people who'll say, Yeah, well, that's fifty pounds a night. Yeah, all right, but you're paying for it regardless. So you're already paying for this insurance. Do you want to be paid out or not? Yeah. Seven hundred quid a week or three fifty a week. I wouldn't say not three fifty a week. Yeah. Like like there's many people out there who three fifty a week is their weekly wage. Yeah. Like that's a lot of money. And like just at the end of the day, insurance should be covering things that are likely to happen. Because yeah. constantly in this industry, when I'm doing like, you know, doing TikToks and I'll get people who go, for example, another thing that they do is the miscarriage, 20 to 24 weeks, they'll pay out. And you get straight away, well, the chance of miscarrying after 20 weeks is quite unlikely. That is true, yeah. 
But on the flip side, it happens more than you realise between yeah. 20 and 24 weeks. At the five-month scan, you go, the baby's passed away. That that happens a lot. That's happened, yes. Yeah, a lot. I know they, I know two people that's happened to. Just I, I know people who it's happened to, but obviously miscarrying between before 12 weeks is a damn sight more likely. Yeah, Hell of a lot more likely. One in four, isn't it? Yeah. So that is really, really likely to happen. And I get it when people say, yeah, well, it doesn't cover this and it's only from 20 weeks. And I think, yeah, I'm not saying it's perfect, but do you want it or not? You know, I think I think things like that as well. Like I've been thinking about this, you know, me and you chat about this, like a medical condition. I've been having it. I said this to someone before, which is, I was saying this to someone this week. I didn't say it to you because I, after I processed it, but I was like, when people say, well, it could happen, it doesn't happen very often or it doesn't happen. It, like, and, and I've been a sucker for that. You know, I've said that in the past. Like it doesn't happen at that. Like my thing is one in 200,000 people get it. But it doesn't matter when you're the one. And I think that that's something that's been really, like, I've been thinking about that the last week of like with insurance and how that works with my clients thinking it's irrelevant about the statistics. It's irrelevant. And we talk about it like, is it as we, as it is, like, well, not many people do that. It's like, yeah, but if it's your child, yeah. you don't give a shit about the fact that it's one. You don't go, oh, poor me, it's, it's you. And I yeah. think that, that, I think that's something that was, really weird. a bit like i can liken it to when i bought my house and all of a sudden i was like oh my gosh i can't believe i was taking this stuff for granted like this is a really stressful process and then you and then you're like same thing here i thought yeah it doesn't matter about it. no one i don't care and it's like oh well one in two hundred thousand. it's like i'm the one so what the hell are we going to do now and i think that's exactly with this when people say well it could be not many people that's not that's somebody who hasn't lost a child between that yeah, or has exactly. it, you know what I mean? and you're like miscarrying between 20 and 24 weeks is, I don't know what the stat Horrendous is. Horrendous though, if that happens to you, that's yeah. like... Absolutely awful. And obviously 24 weeks plus is then classed as a stillbirth, yeah. which it pays <clears throat> out for. But if you don't have good, if you don't have good pregnancy cover, if you're not advising your client on how to protect their unborn child, like I don't understand why, like for me, I don't know whether it's because I've got kids or maybe because my womb makes constantly at babies. Like, I am obsessed with it. I just think, like, <laughs> it's such an important thing that doesn't get spoke about enough. And this new Zurich policy, I'm like, the amount of people who I've advised it with, and everyone knows I love global treatment, and it goes back to what you've just said there, when BDMs and people have said to me, yeah, but it's only this. And I'm like, yeah, but what if that's your child? Yeah. What if that's your one? It happens to one in every 2,000 or there's only this. And you think... Yeah, but I don't know that that's not going to be that client. Yeah, so if that client rings me and says, my child's got leukemia, they, they can't help her. Can Have we got anything? Yeah, you've got yeah. global treatment. You know, hand on heart, you're going to get the best treatment worldwide now and the best chance of survival. And but that's what's funny because the global treatment thing, I heard the statistics, I can't remember where they were, but the amount of people actually claimed on it is incredibly low. Yeah, but it's like, gone up loads. Yeah, so but they were saying it's very, very low, but now it's one a week. Oh, so is it because they're saying it's very low? But and someone said to me, said, "Well, what's the use?" Of it? And I was like, "But it doesn't matter because it, if it saves lives, not payments, even if lives. people a year use it, yeah. that's it's a really safe. good product for for them. Like it's like you said, it's 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 not it's not for. I think sometimes people think about like look at it like that way, and it's very easy to do to look at things like that when you're. It's like pushing numbers and running numbers through spreadsheets. But when it's yeah. real... When it's real life, when that well, person's going to ring you, yeah. at the end of the day, from an advisor perspective for me, you should be making sure that every aspect of your client... I'm not just saying this because of consumer jury. I've always done it, but you, no. the client should be aware of what's available. So, like, what's worked amazing for me in the last couple of weeks since Zurich launched this product is I've done, like, say, 
the life insurance, which is amazing as well. I haven't mentioned it. I don't know how many times I've said amazing this episode, but it's <clears> you can add this pregnancy and childhood cover onto just life insurance. Yeah. So even if you can't get critical illness, your child is still going to get covered during pregnancy and for early childhood conditions, which is yeah. incredible. Like more advisors, more providers, sorry, should be doing that. 100% like the child needs to be protected. So you can get it. What I've been doing is maybe like, depending on what it comes back on quotes and where they're fitting on budget, because sometimes Zurich will be cheaper than Aviva, sometimes Aviva will be cheaper than Zurich, depending on the client and the medical. Mixing them both. So yeah. having Zurich life insurance with a pregnancy cover and having Aviva upgraded critical illness or the other way around, having life insurance with global and Zurich critical. Yeah. Like I think in the last... In the last three weeks, I've done about maybe 10 policies like that, whereas I've never done them before. And that's just like, that's just through marketing, through speaking about it, through explaining the product to the clients, or just, I'm on 17, so I'm going to finish here. Yeah, but on, wrap part, it up. on parting words with it, if you're an advisor and you don't understand Zurich's new offering of, pre- of the pregnancy and early childhood policies, get to know it because it's going to improve your business massively and it's going to make sure clients actually have good cover in place, not just themselves, but for the children as well. That's it. 